Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, and welcome back to a, another episode of the Chase Thomas podcast. My name is Chase Thomas, and I am joined, as I am, every, every, every Monday night during the NFL season, which kicks off this Thursday night with the Bucks and the Cowboys, by my good friend, it's Evan Swords of 49ers Hub, back again for another NFL season. Evan, good evening, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, man. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. We we watched the same show over the last week or so, and uh, we were talking about before we got started. Very good show, Clickbait on Netflix. Very binge, very bingeable. It's very good. Um, I was about it. What what did you make of uh, make of the twist, Evan? Yeah, I mean that's not really normally my show, but my type of show. But someone had like ta- told me about it. And it was dope seeing Adrian Grenier from Entourage, uh, Vinny Chase, um, act just because I haven't really seen him in stuff a lot lately. And I always thought he was a fun actor to, to watch. Um, and it was a really interesting take. I mean, the, the show is incredibly wild and there's like 8,000 twists and turns. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I haven't had a show grip me like that in a long time. You don't really watch TV. That's why I was surprised when you were tweeting it out. Like you're not a TV guy at all. Do you? I didn't think you even had a TV in your your place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing is I have a like a pretty nice, uh, like you know, sixty inch four K TV. And like I remember when I bought it, like I was asking the person, and I was like, they're like, you know, I was like, what is it? What do I need? Whatever. I was like, I'm never gonna watch it. Like this is basically just gonna be electronic art. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like. <laughs> I just need the TV to be impressive enough to like, if someone sees it, they go, Oh, you did a good job. That's about all I care about. You know? And like, you know, what's funny is like, uh, I have, you know, my Marvel shows, I'll watch those. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Disney plus. So the other night, like I put on like infinity war, <laughs> just had that in the background. Uh, and, and I, and I now have been watching some like YouTube on the TV, but other than that, I really don't that much. Um, but, uh, Shout out to my homie uh, who I met out here who works at the NFL Network, uh, and he he hooks up the uh, the the day the links on uh, on game days. So I I will now have a very very good setup to watch the the games in real time. Is this something you want on the pod, Evan? Uh, I mean they they'll never know who. Think about how many NFL teams there are. Or NFL that is true. Empl- NFL employees. Who are they gonna guess? That is true. Um, well, I didn't think we would start here, Evan. I didn't think we would immediately go into to this aspect of your NFL watching experience. Like, what is your like now that we have NFL games back this weekend? Um, well, I guess starting Thursday, but like the actual normal NFL weekend kicking off on Sunday. What is your what is your game day routine for the good folks? Like, walk us through a Sunday NFL game day for Mister Evan Swords. Well, it really depends, right? I mean, it, all, it, it definitely depends on the time of the 49ers game uh, and whether or not I'm going to watch it at home or go to a bar. So if you know me, you know I'm pretty obsessed with Twitter. And I, I can't really – I struggle, I guess I would say, watching the 49ers game uh, on a stream, right? Because that, that two-minute stream delay with you know being on Twitter where everything happens in real time – is like too much. So I have to like instantaneously be able to watch it, which usually means I'll go to a bar for a 49ers game or if my buddy has cable or something like that. Um, you know, there's things like that's kind of the way I'll approach it. But for everything else, you know, like what I like to do is I like to just watch like NFL Red Zone. To me, um, if my if the Niners aren't playing, you know, put up NFL Red Zone, watch my fantasy football teams, uh, and then, you know, Twitter is my 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 beacon of light to, to keep me updated on, you know, the, the 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 real specific details of the games and, you know, who's doing what, who's scoring what. And then uh, I have NFL Sunday ticket logins because I used to work at AT&T. So I've got a bunch of AT&T friends. And, uh, you know, if there's a game that's interesting enough, I'll switch it over. Um, but personally, you know, in terms of like if I'm home comfy, right, I don't like drinking really unless it's like a social situation. So I'm not really a, a drink at home beer kind of guy, um, but definitely want, you know, 
good food, whether I order food out or uh, cook or whatever, you know, I, I, it's all about just kind of chilling and enjoying the games. What is what your, you? what, uh, well, first, uh, first off, what do you, what do you use your go-to food? Like, what is your favorite? If you could, uh, map out your perfect or like the, you have a, yeah. a an expense account for whatever you want on, on game day. What is your food choice? What, what do you go with? Well, so once again, there's so many different variables. If it's just me, really, like, I mean, Chipotle, burrito burrito bowl, Mm. chicken burrito bowl, uh, guac and chips, and a Pib Extra with no ice. Pib Extra? It's the the old, like, I I don't like Pib, like, I won't ever, like, buy. Pib Extra? extra. (laughs) I'm telling you, I won't buy Pib Extra, like, Mm. out and about. Yeah. If I go to a movie theater. Or if I order Chipotle, I'm getting Pib Extra. I don't know why. I don't think I've ever heard anyone just being like, I got to have my Pib Extra. I, I'm Once again, I I don't know why. I think it might have like stemmed from like back in the day with movie theaters mm. um, and going to like the theater with my dad and stuff. Uh, but, you know, the one thing I will say, though, like a more traditional thing, like when my buddy came over the other day and we were watching the 49ers preseason game we did it right right we ordered wing stop got a bunch of wings um one week the next week after we ordered uh you know a bunch of pizza and have chips and and soda and you know all that like i i love as a guy who takes his health very seriously who you know works out every single day who doesn't really drink soda or sugar stuff or uh, you know i really take care of my body i love fucking my body up <laughs> I'm telling you, like, I do. I love eating whatever I want. I love drinking soda. And I, and, and I mean, like, I mean this sincerely. Like, I never drink soda other than, like, rare times. But on, you know, on, on football Sunday, dude, it's just, it's like you wait. You think about, like, how long this offseason was. Mm-hmm. You wait all year, right? You have to go through baseball and soccer and, like, just Sports you just don't care about. What are, what kind of landmines are you dropping here? You know this and, podcast covers these sports as well. Yes, and you'll there are never people who love on, them. And I'll ne- I'll never be on your baseball podcast. I kind of want to have you on just to see how much I could get out of you and like what it would what a baseball podcast with Evan Swartz would uh, would would turn into. Yeah, well, I mean, I think technically, legally speaking, I'm supposed to be an Angels fan, but mm. who knows. Um, Who's your favorite uh, ball player right now? What do you What do you think about Shohei Otani's historic we're, season? We're not We're not doing this. <laughs> talk about baseball. Um, no, but my point is is I think that like just in general as an NFL fan, the off season is long, right? Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and I think this year particularly with COVID and everything, the off season felt even longer. So when football comes around, and I, you know, here we are on the eve of uh, Week One, mm-hmm. right, with a game three days away i just think that like if you're really an nfl fan like we are you deserve to enjoy your sundays does that make sense mm-hmm. i think so i think so um i'm like you but it, like nfl is no different than the way i watch any other sport evan it's just like i have my notepad like my house is just nothing but notepads and i write my stuff down um Wings are good, but I also don't like to eat a lot while I'm watching stuff. I don't like to feel bloated or had, like I don't really want to – because also eating a lot just makes me tired. So I don't really want to fall asleep. I don't really want to do any of that. So it's really just a, a lot of water, staying hydrated, uh, a lot of coffee, a lot of snacks. Like I, I usually will just snack on different stuff, um, even though I'm not really a snacker, not uh, not a big-time snacker. I don't know. I'm just not really a big food guy you in general. I love tea. I've had three cups tonight. How do you think I keep this this voice top shape, sir? Like you gotta you gotta get that tea in there because if you are talking for a living this much every day, Evan, you gotta you gotta make sure the the voice box is in good shape. I uh, yeah, trust me, I I hear you there. Mm-hmm. Do you ever like when you go home? Do you just are you just like I I don't want to talk anymore. Like I I can't I can't say words out loud anymore. I need to. I need to take some time away. You know, honestly, I, I really have never been like that. I, I don't know what, you know, I, I, I empathize with the people that are like that. Um, but I, I don't know if you, I think you probably knew this, but I used to work retail. You know, mm-hmm. I used to, to run an AT&T cell phone store. 
And uh, there'd be days that I would be just talking to customers for 10 hours. Uh, and I just, you know, would then come home and do my podcast, right? You know, and then like. And I, you were I just, fine. I just never. Yeah, I was, I was always I was always good. I'm just a very I think I'm a social person, right? I think I, I have a lot of. I think the difference is, is like I enjoy the social aspect of it, whereas I think where I'm not saying you don't, but I, I know more so you enjoy the work, mm-hmm. right? And I think that like at the end of the day, you've worked so much and you've talked about so much sports that I think you're probably just like, ugh. That's why most of my friends are not sports people. Like I just I don't really enjoy like that's a that's the biggest bummer in this field. Evan is that like when I meet people or I tell people what I do or they look me up and that it, we have to have that unfortunate conversation where they get excited because they don't do this professionally or whatever. And they're like, Oh, what do you think about blah? And I just, I feel like I'm always letting people down because I have no interest in discussing where Aaron Rodgers is going to get traded to while I'm trying to, to just uh, eat a, eat a burrito or something. Like I just, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Like I don't have the normal guy at the bar wanting to talk about um, who sh- who should be the first coach fired. That kind of thing with just randos. That's not uh, not my cup of tea. It's not not what I want to do. So I love talking to people like you and my friends on this very podcast about it. But like in my personal life, I don't generally speaking enjoy it all that much. Yeah, it's also very different, right? Like you have like an, a whole aspect of your world that is dedicated to talking about sports. So right. you're you're also very used to speaking to professionals or at mm-hmm. least very informed people. Uh, that was kind of the thing that like, I, you know, not to say that I'm a fucking professional because Lord knows I'm a child. Um, but, you know, it got to a point where you like you talk to people about sports and you realize there's a very big difference between people that casually like the NFL or whatever sport you have and the, you know, the psychopaths like us. Right. right. So, like, when I'm sitting here, like, talking about how I'm excited about Elijah Moore on the Jets, you know, and then I just did a mock draft today and, like, he didn't even get drafted. 12th person league. <laughs> and it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I yeah. picked him with the last pick in the draft. And. I just, there's just a difference. And I think, I think you, I don't know that I can see the same interest discussing sports with more of a casual fan, right? Right. Then it, it feels like a chore. Yes. We're on the same page. I, I feel the exact same way. And it stinks because a lot of people are looking for that escape and they're looking to connect on that level. And I'm just, I'm not, I'm not up for it, unfortunately. Um, Evan, did you know that the good folks could listen to this very podcast? on Apple, on Spotify, wherever they get their podcast, They can go to chasethomaspodcast.com to get access to all my previous episodes. Read me at sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. Go check out 49ershub.com if you're looking for more information on the 49ers or if you're a 49ers fan listening to this for the first time, go check out the great folks over at 49ers Hub as this NFL season kicks off. Follow Evan at burner underscore swords. Follow myself at chase underscore Thomas. Email us if you have any life advice, gym advice questions, anything of the NFL for Evan and I. Email us at chase Thomas podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's chase Thomas podcast at gmail.com. We're on all the social media channels, so you'll find us there. Um, I think that's it. I think that the the covers the the news items. Oh, patreon.com slash Chase Thomas writer as well if you'd like to support the show that way. Uh, Evan, it's time for our first segment. The last one that will not include real games. It's our time, our team. You're up first. You're 49ers. I will tell you, um, I was cracking up in traffic today because I was going and I say traffic loosely coming from Atlanta and being in Knoxville, Tennessee now. Um, not moving as fast as I would like is is traffic in Knoxville, and I uh, I saw your tweet pop up on my phone when I was sitting there at the red light, and it was the 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 Lion King one with Trey Lance getting his uh, his tape off his index finger or whatever it was, and uh, Rafiki, and it was it was it was quite funny. It made me it made me audibly laugh in my car. So I probably play a crazy person to the to the person to the right of me. Yeah, I mean, what? That's what's so funny. Um, I I, I sometimes have tweets or things that just are received so well mm-hmm. that I think nothing of, and then 
I'll have a tweet that I love just like not even get acknowledged. I remember, I think like I, I tweeted the other day uh, with like, I think Aaron Rodgers, the, the Packers like had a offensive lineman get COVID or whatever. Um, so obviously they'd be out against the 49ers in week three, I think. Um, and I, I just tweeted like, you know, I think Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is probably really reconsidering that uh, Jeopardy job offer or something like that. And it ended up getting like 100 retweets and 900 plus likes. And I like barely put like I didn't even think about it. And the same thing, like, I just thought it was hilarious. Like, you know, they're like Trey Lance. It's like they're making such a big deal because he like broke his finger. But it wasn't that big of a deal. And it was like a week, a week turnaround time is like how much it was going to take for him to like get better. And so everyone's like freaking out. Uh, and all I could think of in my head is just Rafiki from the Lion King going, the king has returned. <laughs> you know, like it was just such an unnecessary thing and people just lost it. Uh, but that's that's football, right? That is, I mean, that's more Twitter than football, I suppose. But yeah, it, it's football. Um, what's new with your 49ers as you head into week one? How are you feeling? What's what's new with the group? Roster cuts, Josh Norman entering the fold. Are you nervous about the secondary? Like where, where, where are you at right now with your San Francisco 49ers, Evan? Yeah, so I mean, uh, obviously the big thing is they've officially, although everyone knew this, announced that Jimmy Garoppolo would be the starter week one. Um, Emmanuel Mosley uh, has a minor injury, if you will. I don't know if signing, signing Norman has anything to do with that. Uh, my first reaction when Norman got signed was, wait, he's a free agent? I honestly forgot about him. Um, this does remind me like a, like a bargain bin version of signing Richard Sherman, mm. which I think, you know, and that might Richard be an insult to Richard Sherman. He was still really good at this point And I don't know, very different player. No, 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 no. I meant like, like, I think this year, if it wasn't for what happened with Richard Sherman and his like, you know, his, his family situation, mm-hmm. I think they would have ended up resigning him. Gotcha. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And I think that because they can't due to, you know, his personal life and all that that's going on with Richard, I think this is the bargain bin version of that. Right. Um, you know, I will say this anytime there is a player who at one point played at such a high level, the way that Norman has that they can come in and play with this type of defense and this defensive line, which obviously makes every corner job so much easier. I think it's very Good. Uh, I don't expect anything from Norman. Uh, Diamoradore, uh, Lenore, the cornerback from Oregon, has looked great all throughout preseason, and I expect him to 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 really, you know, be the the third cornerback, hopefully, you know, and really push push that. So I think Norman is uh, it's an exciting thing to read, just because you remember how good he used to be, but that person does not exist anymore. Um, outside of that, you know. The 49ers fans in general, and I think everybody is just going into this week one game. I mean, it's the Lions, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff. It's just got disaster written all over it. Mm. Um, disaster am, for who? The Lions. The Lions okay, okay. To, I thoroughly believe the Lions will lose by two touchdowns at least. Hmm. Like, I Like, I would love to see Jimmy throw the ball, but I think this has one of those games where Kyle is going to just unleash his running game like in the most vicious way possible. Like the same way that he did against the Raiders this last preseason game, right? Where it's just like he's been he's been sitting around all year waiting and he's got Trey Sermon now and Raheem Mostert's healthy again. Uh, and he's got Jalen Hurd, who used to be a running back, who's a six five, six foot five wide receiver who really plays like a tight end. And then you have Devo and Ayuk with all the jet sweeps. And I just think that he is just so ready to just destroy defenses. And I mean, it's just so sad that Dan Campbell uh, has to be the victim. I I, I think it's going to be an absolute massacre. Oh well, we'll get into what we think happens this weekend um on the falcons front looks like josh rosen is going to be the guy and felipe franks is going to go to the practice squad but it's going to be interesting because felipe franks 
is clearly liked by this uh, Atlanta Falcons coaching staff. Um, his ability to move out of the pocket, he's very different than Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, obviously, very much more polished. He was good in that last preseason game. But it should be interesting to see because if they put him on the practice squad, he can get swooped up. So if they are concerned that another team might swoop him up, then they will cut Rosen. Um, I'm curious what happens there. Um, I am just... I'm very concerned about the the offensive line. I think that it's going to be a nightmare um, for Matt Ryan behind this group. But I'm very excited about Kyle Pitts and this wide receiver core and just the sets that Arthur Smith's going to be able to run out there. Mike Davis and friends, a big Illuminate Zacchaeus guy, Russell Gage. Like I'm excited about all that. But um, Kendall Sheffield looks like he may have already played his last down as a Falcon. So I'm a little concerned there. Uh, the pass rush, I don't think it's going to be existent. Uh, but you know, uh, I'm well, just excited. Yeah. Without breaking into the, like, I, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, I know we're going to talk about the games, but like, this is a very winnable game. And I think the Atlanta mm-hmm. Falcons probably have a, a struggle of a season ahead, but this is actually a pretty winnable game. I think it's a game they should win. Be a win, winnable, or excuse me, the, 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 the Eagles is a winnable game. Like, what are your thoughts on how, confident they are going into this what's their plan of attack like you know what is the overall feeling right now of this first match i mean this eagles group is not talented like i I don't think i think the falcons lost a lot but i think the the falcons are the more talented team i think well i'm not really scared of the eagles pass rush here i think that won't be an issue i think they're really limited in the secondary i don't know who the eagles are going to task with Pitts and calvin ridley like i don't i'm not 100 percent certain how they're going to match up with these two um new defensive coordinator in philadelphia obviously with jim schwartz retiring um i'm in i'm interested in a lot of different uh, aspects of this i'm just also not sure how jalen oh um why i'm blanking on his name why i'm hurts jalen hurts i was about to say jalen hyatt and i was like because there's jalen hyatt who's the receiver um who showed out on that tennessee week one massacre of the bowling green falcons the bowling green falcons some call them the ohio or the alabama in ohio but that's some people not me a win's a win tennessee got it done um but no i i think the the falcons should match up well i think they should be favored i think that Matt Ryan should feast on the secondary, even if he doesn't get as much time as he needs to. I'm curious to see how Mike Davis runs on this front. I just, the, this Eagles group is weak. Devontae Smith has not played well early on. It seems like he's undergoing a significant learning curve. I I don't know. I think Miles Sanders might be someone interesting to watch for fantasy purposes for other teams, for people out there who are just looking at this game purely from a fantasy perspective. But I don't know. I'm pretty confident about this game. I think this is one the Falcons should roll. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. Um, did you read this piece from friend of the pod, Tyler Tyler Dunn, on Chris Hogan? Yeah, I did. Very what did you make of it? I mean, I think Chris Hogan in general is just a very interesting player. Mm-hmm. He had a very interesting career. I like. I love the. I love the lacrosse aspect of it. Um, but. I, it just my first initial reaction was someone did a piece on Chris Hogan. <laughs> well, that's uh, what he does. Tyler Dunn's so good at this. He he interviews and does this these deep dives on people that people don't think about or don't want to cover. It's it's great. Right. What did you think? I thought it was incredibly fascinating and him going to lacrosse. I didn't know some of just how good he was at lacrosse and just um, where he was at. Like this dude, it's not Kurt Warner at the grocery store, but it is something to the tune of like, this dude was playing lacrosse and preparing for life after football all summer and then just jumped right back into it. Um, I don't think people understand how hard this is. And he just made the saints and he might be a a huge factor for Jameis Winston downfield this year in new Orleans, especially with Michael Thomas gone. It's gonna be like the Chris Hogan, Marquez Calloway show. But like, that dude being able to have the NFL career that he did, like him getting passed up and like what they told him is like, he's just not gonna make the team and stuff like that. And even though he was playing well to still just be like, yeah, we're, we don't think this will translate in games. And then him just having the kind of career that he did in new England. I don't know. Chris Hogan, man, I came away very, very impressed. And like that dude, just a grinder 
And I think a lot of guys would not be able to handle that bounce back and forth situation. And I mean, hey, he even like just toughed it out. He didn't just try and walk right into the PLL and just be like, I'm Chris Hogan. I'm doing this. And that dude's just, uh, he comes off as a, a humble guy. And I don't know, I thought this was a really cool story that people should check out at golongtd.com. Yeah, it was yeah, and Dunn, he's he is Tyler Dunn. He's a he's he's a very very good writer. Another good piece that I wanted to pick your brain on this week, Cam. So there was a piece in the Athletic that suggested that Cam Newton has taken his final snap as an NFL quarterback, and it was something that I saw the headline. And I was like, this is this is a little you know just trying to get people to click, and then you read it and you're like, okay. I can understand why. Like, he's not vaccinated, which is a problem. Um, Problem number two, his age. Problem number three, like, he outlines it in this piece. Mike Sando does, one of the best NFL writers we have today. And I don't know. Like, he doesn't want to be a backup. So, if he doesn't want to be a backup and every other quarterback situation is pretty much resolved right now, he's going to have to wait for an injury. Um, I don't know, man. Like, you look at it and you're like, huh he really might just just fade and we it, it happens faster and i forgot i think it may have been alex smith who made the the jump or made the uh yeah it was nfl general manager former two-time nfl general manager randy mueller suggested during um the podcast he appeared on with mike uh that two former number one of picks newton and alex smith might have taken their final snaps in the league um that was something that guy had suggested months ago and I mean, that's, that's wild, but it really does make sense. If Cam does not want to be a backup and Cam wants to get a real shot somewhere else, I don't, I don't know where it is. I don't know where in the league makes sense for him and he's just going to have to wait it out. But there is a possibility because what team's just going to bring him in mid season if he's not vaccinated and he's looked like he has over the last couple of years and the injury just changing who he is as a player. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mean to be that guy because I can understand why people have always rooted for Cam, but you know maybe it was because of the Auburn national championship win over Oregon that's always had me just a little bit spiteful of this bastard. Um, but he did. Congrats play. on almost beat or almost losing to Fresno this weekend, by the way. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, when you're when the number one overall pick in this coming draft go, gets injured. Uh, and leaves with a boot, kind of scary, um, especially after he just scored, you know, a touchdown on a on a fumble recovery. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. Uh, uh, Cam wasn't playing well at the end of his career in, in Carolina. He wasn't, and and you know he got injured. So I think a lot of people were just like quick to be like, well, this is why. But he wasn't playing well. And then he goes to New England, and everyone's like, well, it's Bill Belichick, blah, 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 Josh McDaniels, Cam. You know, I remember, like, bless their hearts, I have some friends on Twitter that are, like, Panthers fans that were, like, talking about, you know, crazy stuff. You were talking crazy stuff Mm. about Cam. And I'm just sitting here, I'm like, you guys, he didn't play well. And then I think even again, right, you go, well, the roster wasn't that great roster wasn't that great in new england right they just lost brady they had you know obviously had you know spent so much money whatever and then cam has a bad year again and he's getting older and then you have this whole you know vaccination situation where you're just like where's the where's the where's the benefit here right cost benefit analysis here he's not playing well He's old. He's had injury issues. And now he's saying, oh, I only want to start. Oh, I'm not going to get vaccinated. It's none of your business. He's getting, you know, he's having vaccination or he's having COVID issues, right? He's getting put on the COVID list. And it's just like, at what point does everyone in the world just go, no, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I don't want anything to do with this anymore. Talent plays. I think that's blatantly obvious, right? Talent plays. And I just think that, like, the window's closed for Cam. I think he is one of those guys where you're going to be like, is he a Hall of Famer? Because he was so good in the beginning of his career. I just don't think you put him in the Hall of Fame. Ooh, uh, I, I think he's a Hall of Famer, but um, 
he's probably close i don't know that's that's interesting i'd have to do some digging right that's um, a whole other conversation right I, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm for sure there's really only one spot that makes a bunch of sense to me it's houston but to me it's that tyrod i give me tyrod taylor one of the best like professional athletes like in terms of just overall quality human being mm-hmm over Kim. like why would you bring cam in i give me tyrod 10 out of 10 times well i think cam sells tickets and gets people a little more optimistic about what the season could be if you bring in i don't cam. think so i don't think he does i don't know you kind of know where you're going with tyrod in 2021 you kind of know where this train's heading and this is what i'm talking about i think like you're doing it again like <laughs> cam is not like i don't know like where this is coming from but cam is not selling tickets the Cam Newton that you remember is not here anymore. He's not good, and he's certainly going to be even worse on the Houston Texans than he was on the Patriots. It's possible. Did he sell tickets on the Patriots? Well, the Patriots are a different situation. Houston's in a much more dire, horrible, horrible situation than I think uh, than I think's the case. And also, don't know if I want to play behind that offensive line if I'm Cam and where I'm at in my durability. Um, I don't know. Do you think he'll be good on TV if he goes that route? I mean, I, once again, I don't want this to just turn into me just trashing Cam Newton all night long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't understand how you put that guy on TV when you read how he types. <laughs> the ty- I don't understand that. How has someone not talked to him about this? This is ridiculous. I don't. It's just because he's he's got a huge ego and he thinks he's just this like incredibly like unique individual. I don't know. I really don't know. But we are yeah. all unique in our own way, Evan Swartz. But yeah, I mean I, I just every time I listen to Cam talk, he's got that same shit eating grin on his face, like he knows better than you. Um and I just I, I I I want nothing to do with watching him. I want him you know what I want him to do? To go the Vernon Davis route, right? Open up a Jamba Juice. Is that what Whatever Vernon Davis did? Maybe yeah, John, okay. he he literally opened up like franchises of Jamba Juices and then failed at trying to become an actor. Mm. Like, like that's what that's where we're at. Like, just uh, just to be obs- just leave in obscurity and go and go quietly, uh, and just enjoy your career. And, you know, I don't know, just do something else other than football. Mm. I don't know. I don't really hate Cam the way it sounds like I hate Cam, but like, I yeah, I yeah, I. I this COVID stuff, man, like it is wild to see someone be so arrogant about that and then have it be the reason why you're, you're gone. Like you were like, no, I, I'm not, that's my personal decision. It's like, okay, well you've been on the COVID list twice now. So we're going to, we're going to start Mac. We were going to start you, but now we're just going to cut you. Like that was so preventable. That's fair. Um, let's move quickly into our last segment before we get into actual games, Evan Swartz. We have actual games to talk about this week. Um, I feel like you kind of already did this, but Evan, every week you're going to have the floor to get a two-minute hot take. If you, you don't even need two minutes. Swartz says, it's part of this weekly show. Swartz says, what, what does Evan Swartz say this week? uninterrupted the floor is yours you know i think for me the 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 thing that i'm most comfortable with and where i'm i think we need to start screaming is the bills i think are the most dangerous team in the nfl Mm. and i don't think like I don't think we're talking about it nearly enough. I have like, to me, like my Super Bowl pick guarantee, like I'll bet money on the bills. I don't know if I'd bet money on any other team. Like the, I, I, I just don't know that we're really taking this as seriously as possible. The bills are notorious for going to the, you know, going to the Super Bowl four times and losing four times. I get it. Right. The, the, you know, suplexes through tables in the game game day parking lots i get it the, the fans are crazy right buffalo whoever wants to go to buffalo i get it 
But the Bills have one of the most dominant, talent-rich teams in the NFL. I mean, I think they have the most dominant, talent-rich team in the NFL. And the one thing, if you were rooting against the Bills, that you were kind of hoping for is that Josh Allen didn't pan out. And holy shit, were we wrong on Josh Allen. He's now one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He can make any pass, and he has an incredible wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, and he has a you know a great running game, and he can run himself, and their defense is, is amazing, right? I just – I get it, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, right? I get Tom Brady, their whole team's coming back. I don't think anyone's come – I think the Bills are going to beat the shit out of teams this year. So you got it in the Super Bowl, right? I seem to recall you picking the, the Bills in the Super 100%, Bowl. 100%, 100%, 100%. So you got Bills who? Um, well, you know, Bills 49ers. Uh, okay. Um, I, so I think my, my Homer pick is taking the 49ers, but I think the, the, the pick that makes the most sense is obviously the Buccaneers. Okay. That wouldn't be a bad one. I would be okay with it outside of the Bucks. I mean, I, I think you gotta, you gotta put the Falcons in there. Gotta see what Kyle Pitts looks like. Um, <laughs> new offense. Mike Davis, Derek Henry 2.0 and waiting. People are saying, people are saying we're going to pause real quick evan and then we're gonna we're gonna pick some games does that sound good to you yep all right we are back on the monday night edition of the chase thomas podcast where we have actual nfl games to pick next week evan we have games to talk about which i'm even more excited about it's real it's, the best is just recapping the best is just talking about what craziness is in store for us over the next several days it is going to be delightful the the contrast of college football high school football nfl like everything is on the table now we are if it feels like fall outside like i I, i'm just at this point where i'm looking around i'm like where's my pumpkin spice latte uh where's my flannel the leaves are changing the air is crisp the the dog is just loving being outside because it's cooler. The dog is thriving, like you said. Like it's it's a beautiful time. It's the best. It, it's the best time of the year. I love, I love the fall, and I love when the leaves change. Everything. It's it's all it's all great. Um, we are going to do something new this year, Evan. You 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 don't want to do this. <laughs> I I've been doing this with you for for several years now, and I am very grateful for that. But. I am thinking about like just different things. And I was like, I want to put like some kind of game spin on it. I want to put some kind of thing where we can do at the end of the year who won and we can do a bet. We can do like a, the loser of this has to chug a white claw on camera. Like we did last year. We could do, we there's the possibilities are endless. So email us at chase podcast at gmail.com. If you have any ideas on what you would like for us to gamble on with this, but confidence is everything. That is what I'm I'm branding this. The C for Chase. The E for Evan. It's both both in there. Continuity. This. This is why they pay me the big bucks, Mr. Swords. Is that kind of marketing, that kind of branding. Confidence is key. I love confidence picks. It makes me question what I'm thinking, why I'm thinking it. One through sixteen, sixteen NFO games over the course of this week you don't want to do it we'll see what happens but thank you for being a trooper did i sell you yet that was me trying to sell you actively on the pod maybe oh i got a maybe there you go i like it first up mr swords i have on thursday night the tampa bay defending Super Bowl champion Buccaneers host Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys on NBC. How do you see this going? How many points? First, give me who wins. Second, give me how many confidence points. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I have the Bucks winning. Okay. They just lost Zach Martin. Yeah. So he's going to be out. Um, I'm not as high on the Cowboys at, at all as anybody else. That said, I still think, um, you know, 
the it's like I I am so not high on the Cowboys this year, but the noise and how confident some people are, like gives me a little hesitation. So I'm gonna say Bucks ten points. That's how um ten yeah ten points. I'm confident. Okay. Out of sixteen, so you remember sixteen is the highest, the most confident. I feel like you're gonna use the Niners for your your sixteen confidence points this week, but. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Um, and I'm keeping track for you. So I'll tell you if you've already used this number. You ready? So you get 10 confidence points for the Cowboys. Or for the Bucks, excuse me. For me, this was tough. The Cowboys, I could see spoiling this. I could, I could see the scenario where this offense is clicking. They look back to what they were two years ago. Dak's healthy. But I'm a believer in this Tampa Bay defense. I'm a believer that this pass rush is going to attack with Zach Martin being out. I am convinced that this Bucks defense is legit. Todd Bowles has got a great thing going. I think uh, the Bucks should be fine. I was thinking about it. I was like, how have past Super Bowl winners done in this opener? The Chiefs won last year 34-20. to I remember that game very vividly for whatever reason. So I feel comfortable putting 13 confidence points on the Tampa Bay Bucks. So 13 for me, 10 for you, sir. Um, next up, we got Sunday at 1 o'clock, the Jaguars. Man, this game. Whew. Mr. Swartz, not watching a second of this on Sunday. Jacksonville at Houston, 1 o'clock. How many points? Who do you got? <laughs> Two terrible teams. <laughs> Just... I if I I same thing I will be furious if I have to accidentally watch three <laughs> seconds of this game. Um, That's why I'm not sure who's going. Like I have no idea how to go I with this either, one. I don't either, dude. I don't either. I don't. I think Tyrod is a very serviceable serviceable quarterback. I don't. I, the the Texans honestly, I actually really like their run game. Mark Ingram, David Johnson, like for a bad team, and even uh, what's his name? Who was the kid from uh, Denver? The kid from Denver. Who are you talking about? For who? The running back for the Texans. Oh, it's Mark Ingram. No, Mark. I know, but they have uh, uh, Philip Lindsay. Oh, Philip right? Lindsay. Yes. That's, Excuse me. Yeah. For, a, for for what is could be the worst team in the NFL. That's a pretty decent running back core for the, yeah. for that bad of a team. So, I I ha- honestly like I want nothing to do with this game in any way, shape, or form. So I'm gonna go Jaguars with two confidence points. Ooh, we're very close. I but... don't want anything to do with it. I don't want anything to do with it either. But I I think the Texans are going to win this game. And the, the heat's immediately on Urban Meyer. It's going to be an embarrassing opening loss. Um, but I've only got three confidence points on it. So give me three. You had two for the for the Jaguars, correct? That's correct. Okay. So you got ten and two used up for you, Mr. Swords. Um, next up, Chargers. Your, your AFC team, your AFC Chargers on CBS – traveling all the way across the country to dc to face the washington football team the last season thankfully they'll be called wft who this is hard man this was this was tough i went back and forth on this one a lot this is going to be must see television i think at that one o'clock spot just because the flamethrowers involved with fitzpatrick and herbert it's going to be a delight like i i struggled with this one because the washington defensive front against this Chargers offensive line. Hmm. It scares me. That's what will decide this game, I feel like. Herbert's walking into a hornet's nest here. What do you what do you think, Evan? Um The best part about the Washington football team is their defense, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, right? These are big giant monster men. Uh sweat. All these people. I get it. That said, uh, Justin Herbert played fantastic last year while his team got the shit kicked out of him. He's got a better team this year, better offensive line, better weapons. Uh, I think Herbert going into year two is going to be a powerhouse. I'm, I, I'm taking the Chargers. Um, I, that said, I don't want to waste too much on here, but I'm going to say I'm saying going Chargers with seven points. Chargers seven. Yeah. So I'm also going Chargers, but I am going four. Chargers four. 
I am so interested to see how this front does against uh, against LA and how Herbert handles this pass rush. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun thing. Gonna be a fun thing. Um, next up, the Seahawks traveling to Indy on Fox one o'clock. Who is even the quarterback? Have we decided who did they announce is going to start week one? For who? For the Colts. Oh, God. Uh, it's got to be Wentz, right? It's not Wentz. Is he capable of playing? Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, no, he came back to practice. He just was out with COVID. Yeah, but like, okay. So, did they? how many weeks did they up this? Wasn't the original when this thing happened that he was going to be gone, like Nelson, for several months? Have we just moved up this timeline to a crazy degree am i misremembering this no i mean i think well remember like him and quentin nelson um both had the same injury but right I, you know i'm not sure i guess okay. I, I don't really honestly don't know the answer to that and i think that's kind of sad that us doing an nfl podcast we don't um well i just don't honestly, have it in front of me but i seem well, to recall when this injury happened it was like they're just hoping to get him back after like the first four weeks of the season, like they're just hoping to get him back even by the midpoint and he's going to play week one. Okay. I don't know. He might, he might not play week one. I know what Quentin Nelson might, uh, but at the end of the day, the, the problem with the Colts is it's not only that Wentz is kind of up in the air with his health and all that, but like their backup quarterbacks are getting injured too. Right. So I think it's kind of a shit show right now. So where do you, what do you, what do you got here? Seahawks Colts. How do you see it going? Oh God. Seahawks are going to uh, win. Um, what 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 have I used so far? You used right? ten, two, and four. Yeah, I'm saying uh, Seahawks nine. Oh, how much did that pain you to go Seahawks? That much confidence? Well, I mean, this the Seahawks are yeah. Okay. I mean, they're 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 good. At, Russell Wilson is good enough to beat the Colts if they have a backup quarterback. That's that's all I'll say. I got. I believe it in the Seahawks too, but I'm only going two points there. Going two points. I'm not 100% sold on this yet. I want to see it. The Jets at the Panthers. Speaking of games that neither of us will be paying much attention to on Sunday, yeah, 1 o'clock, CBS. Jets at Panthers. The Sam Darnold revenge game. First How do you I'm see this offended. going? I'm offended that you think I'm not going to be paying attention. To Are you going to be? Oh, with Robert Sala? East. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. It's the same so time as the Chargers. 49ers. So, and the Niners. I'm, I'm still going to be paying attention to it. Okay. You have to remember that my t- Twitter timeline is going to obviously be discussing what's going on with the Jets and mm-hmm. Salah's first year with obvi- you know other 49ers players are on that team, mm-hmm. um, and you know in the coaching and all of the above. Okay. Um, that said, it's really hard to kind of figure this this game out, right? Uh, the Panthers, the first thing is like, how good is Sam Darnold going to be? And on the other side of the spectrum, you're like the Jets for the, for the very good reason, had the number two pick in the draft last year. How bad was Adam Gase? How much talent have they brought in? And I do think they've got decent talent. I would be very happy with a week one solo win um, and I want that. I just don't know that I can say it, but I got to, I got, I got to, I, I think that I've, they've, they've got some good pieces there. I'm going to say the jets win. You have a good Zach Wilson game, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to very high. I'm going to say one point. So you, you have the jets one point. Yep. Okay. I have, let me pull it up. Panthers five points and i don't feel great about it i do not not feel great about that one um but we'll see we'll see it's mostly the end now with the jets i want to see it um the vikings on the road at cincy joe burrow's return kirk cousins and mike simmer and what's like i i just i guess this is going to be interesting on fox at one o'clock um i don't see any way the Minnesota Vikings do not win this game. What say you, Evan Swartz? Yeah, uh, Vikings 14 points. Ooh, I have Vikings 15. There you go. This would be the stunner, I think. This would be the, even though it's not even my highest one, I think I would be, because the highest one I actually have, we'll, we'll get to. But um, 
And just want to remind everyone, by the way, as, as we continue to go through this, pretty straightforward. There's 16 games. Mm-hmm. Each you, you can one through 16 points. Who are you most confident is going to win? Right, you get a point per each game you choose by ranking them one through 16, and who you are most confident that they will win, and adding up the points at the end. Yeah, and each week, like we'll get a point for whoever wins this week, and then at the end of the season, we'll look at our record, um, and it'll be it'll be interesting. I think it'll be fun. I love doing this. It makes it makes me think. Evan hates it, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona at Tennessee, one o'clock. This is going to be fun. I am not sold on either team going into this year. Titans losing both their coordinators. The hot seat immediately on Cliff Kingsbury. This would be a nice start to the year. Julio Jones debut. Um, the Cardinals just lost Malcolm Butler to retirement. Um, a lot of bad, bad early signs here. I think the secondary is going to get toasted by AJ Brown and julio in this game i don't think the the defense is up for it i think the titans titans roll here and i'm pretty confident about it i got titans nine points what say you evan i mean the titans are gonna win it's not even i mean the the cliff kingsbury is not a good coach uh i think kyler murray is a very good quarterback and there's the difference there um that said uh it's the titans and uh i think i'm gonna uh I'm gonna, I want to agree with you, but I've already used that, so I'm going to go eight points. Eight points. All right. I like it. I like it. Next up, Mr. Swords, we got your San Francisco 49ers on the road at Detroit. The 16 Dan points. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers against rookie quarterback. You did 16 on the Vikings. No, I didn't. Oh, did you do 15? Yeah. Okay. No, I did 14 on the Vikings. Okay, so you haven't used 15 yet either. No, 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 no. Yeah, the San Francisco 49ers are going to be beating the Detroit Lions uh, by at least two touchdowns. Jared Goff struggles mightily mm. uh, against this defensive line, and obviously uh, the linebackers um, led by Fred Warner. Uh, Jared, uh, Jason Verrett is going to have a good game. I, Dan Campbell is a fucking walking punchline, and he seems like the team loves him. I've heard nothing but great things about him as far as a coach and how he gets along with players. That said, Kyle Shanahan is going to maybe get arrested for bullying. <laughs> like, it might be considered assault. Like, Kyle Shanahan is going to look like such an asshole by the end of this game because of how badly he is just beating on the Lions. 49ers win this game mm. i think the niners win too but i think it's gonna be close i have it at six points this is gonna be a dumb game i have it i just have a feeling this is gonna be one of those dumb games the the lions are in late and i don't really understand why um but we shall see we shall see pittsburgh at buffalo this is a must see on cbs at one o'clock whoo you you love the Bills. I think I know where you're going. I also love the Bills. I, I think this pass rush is going to give this horrible Pittsburgh offensive line and Ben Roethlisberger fits. This defensive line had a great summer, great fall, and I trust this Bills defense. And I don't think, even with Najee Harris and even with Juju and Claypool and everybody, like I just I don't, I don't believe in the Steelers in this game. I think they're going to get boat raced. Give me... The Bills and 12 confidence points. What about you? Yeah, you know what's funny is I actually saw Juju Smith-Schuster uh, yesterday because um, he's here for the USC game. And I saw him at a, a, a smoothie shop mm. over City. And I can't believe how short he is compared to how tall I thought he was. I thought he was like 6'4". Dude is literally like just a, maybe a, a scooch taller than I am. Um, that said... Uh, yeah, this the Bills are going to destroy the Steelers. Um, I, I I don't think it'll be like the kind of destroy like the 49ers are going to beat the Lions, but the Bills are going to handedly win this game. Uh, I'm giving them 15, 15, I'm ranking that my 15th most confident, or my, yeah, 15 points, second most confident. There you go. In this week. 15 for the Bills, he says. Um, yeah, this is going to be a wake-up call for Pittsburgh. Not a great way to start the season for them. Eagles at Falcons, one o'clock on Fox. Um, 
I should be higher on this game, but I really do. I'm, I'm, I'm really terrified about this, this offensive line, but if they lose this game to the Eagles, it's a bad, 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 bad omen for the rest of the season. It's going to be a long year. So I got the Falcons with 10 confidence points. What about you? You've used 10, 2, 4, 9, 1, 14, 8, 16, and 15. Yeah, I mean, this is another mid mid range uh, game mm-hmm. just because I, it's just really hard uh, to say who's going to win. Uh, that said, I I think the Falcons. We talked about it a little bit. I think the Falcons can do good stuff here. Matt Ryan is still, you know, at the end of the day, if both rosters are not that impressive, you're going Matt Ryan versus Jalen Hurts. I think Hurts could potentially have a really good career. Uh, it's not going to start out that way. I think. The Falcons will probably win. Um, I think I have some mid-range here. I'm going to go with five. Okay. There you go. Not against it. Not against it. How are you feeling thus far? You think you're going to beat me in week one? I honestly have no clue, man. Okay. It's it's hard to tell uh, with the point system and things like that. I, I think that it's just the games. I want to use less points um, on shitty teams right because anything can happen so mm-hmm. we'll see how uh my we'll see how things work out okay browns at chiefs i am so glad this is not at the one o'clock spot i don't know how this was not the sunday night football game and they went bears rams instead like i don't understand how the bears with andy dalton got prime time with the best group on sunday night football this is ridiculous um but browns at kc must see television on CBS with I'm assuming it's going to be Romo on the call this is tough this I went back and forth on it's a statement opportunity for the Browns Chiefs have nothing to lose here didn't they play each other last year too they did week one uh I don't know if it was no it wasn't week one it was a really early week game though yeah because the Chiefs opened with the Texans last year so maybe it was yeah the week two then or something like that. No, but like, it was yeah. later in the season than that. Maybe it was okay. Maybe you're right. But I remember they played each other last year and it was a big deal. And then... what was the playoffs? That wasn't what I was thinking. Of. They played in the playoffs they... and it was it was a great back and forth game. Maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about then. Uh, yeah, but either way, this is going to be an interesting game. But I feel like you're a little more higher on the Browns than I am. So why don't you start? I mean, the Chiefs only won 22 17 in their their playoff matchup a season ago. I'm very high on the Browns. I also just think the Chiefs have had a great preseason. I've liked what I've seen across the board. I think Chiefs are going to to roll here. Not roll. I shouldn't say that. I think the Chiefs are going to win. <sighs> Give me like 31-28 or something. I think the Browns like lose on a last second field goal or something. So I am I would not at all be surprised on the Browns winning this game. So I have Chiefs one confidence point. Yeah, I don't want to spend a lot here just because um, it's going to be an interesting game. But I still think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, so I think I'm going to go with a little three-er. There you go. Three for the Chiefs. Okay. Um, next up, we've got the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. It's Jameis's team now, sir. Jameis to Marquez Callaway, the Tennessee Volunteer legend Alvin Kamara. In the fold, we got the Saints, Packers. It, this is going to be in Jacksonville, right? I have no idea. I think it's playing in. I think this game's being played in Jacksonville. I could be wrong, or maybe it's Dallas. It's either Jacksonville or Dallas. I don't remember which one. I, I maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I know this is not being played in New Orleans, unfortunately. But the the swan song for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and Devontae Adams starts here. I've got the Packers. Evan Swords, but and I'm pretty confident about it. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is starting his revenge tour with a loss to Jameis. So give me Packers eleven points. Yeah, I'm on. The, I'm of the same mind, uh, and I'll even go eleven points here too. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, notably, I'd said all year last year it was his fuck you, uh, fuck you world tour. Um, I think we're just continuing that tour this year right and it was right it was, i was right last year and i think it'll happen again i agree broncos teddy bridgewater traveling to the 
<laughs> Jason Garrett offense led. New York football giants. Saquon Barkley is back. Daniel Jones is also unfortunately back. If you're a Giants fan, who this one's going to be sloppy on Fox at 425. Um, I like the Broncos here. Evan, I have eight points for the Broncos. Kind of high. What about you? I just this, – this is another team I don't want to spend that much on – or a game I don't want to spend that much on just because both teams are so, like, unimpressive to me. Um, this defense is going to make Daniel Jones do some dumb stuff. He's going to be a Twitter meme on Sunday. Like, what Patrick Sertain yeah. and Von Miller and this group is going to do collectively to this Giants Bradley offense. Chubb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of where I'm at. I just don't want to spend a lot of points on it. I think do I have a 6 do I have a 6 available? You do have a 6. Let's go 6 points. 6 Broncos. Okay. Um next up, we're almost we're in the home stretch. The final 3, the Dolphins in New England, Mac Jones making his first career start against Tua Tagovailoa. Two former teammates on the Alabama Crimson Tide, 425 on CBS. Man, I struggle with this one, Evan. I struggled with this one, but this is one the Dolphins have to win to set the tone for the season. You cannot, like you're trying to establish yourself as a credible threat to the Bills, you cannot go down to this rookie-led rebuilding team in New England. All that being said... Seven points for me for the Dolphins. I'm just betting on Tua right now. Let's see what happens, but I don't feel great about it. I'm literally doing the same thing here, but I'm not. I feel better about it than I think you might. I think I'm happy to see Tua's had a much better season start to the year this year than he did last year. Uh, the Dolphins have a good team. They've got a good team. It's not great, but they've got a good team, and I think they they absolutely can win here. Okay, how many points? Same, seven. Okay. There we go. Two more to go, Mr. Evan Swords. We've got Sunday Night Football, Andy Dalton on NBC, 820 East Coast time, traveling to Los Angeles, the debut of Matt Stafford in a Los Angeles Rams uniform. Also, Sonny Michelle uh, got picked up by the Rams, so we'll see how he does with the the combination um, with him and Daryl Henderson. Um Go ahead and lock this one up. The The Rams, 16 confidence points for me here. Um, the Rams are winning this football game. Aaron Donald, he's going to have some fun uh, with this defensive line or this offensive line. The Bears offensive line is a joke. This is going to be a nightmare situation for Chicago. Give me Rams 16 points. Lock it in. Yeah, I'm going 13 points, but uh, I this is something that I'm terrified of. I'm terrified. I need you guys to understand I'm terrified of this. Matthew Stafford is a much better quarterback than Jared Goff. I think what McVay was able to do with Jared Goff, and he did a lot, right? Goff had a very good season or two under him. I am terrified that he might be able to do some very crazy, impressive things with Matthew Stafford, and I just don't need that. This is the redemption tour for the 49ers. I just don't fucking need that right now, okay? So I need the Rams to chill out. I need to Matt Stafford to chill out. That said, I don't think it's going to happen. I think they're going to be really good this year. And I think Matt Stafford is going to remind people why he was drafted number one overall all those years ago. Mm, I like it. I like it. Um, last one. Baltimore at Vegas, the first game with fans and attendance at the new Allegiant Stadium. Have you been in the stadium when you were in Vegas? Have you seen it? No, I haven't been in the stadium. Um, I'm, I am excited to uh, hopefully get out there soon, though. Well, Derek Carr still under center in Vegas. Um, Lamar Jackson will play in this game. They're down another running back. Like, they're trying to find somebody. They're working out Le'Veon Bell today, it looks like, in Baltimore. So they're, they're a little thin there with their third stringer tearing his Achilles this week. Um I think this is uh, this is not one I had to really think about. Evan, uh, give me the Ravens here, and I think they they win comfortably. Ravens, fourteen points for me. What about you? And whatever points I have left, I'm I'm taking the Ravens. What do you have left? Let's see here. We got one. This is going to be good. Uh, one, two, three, four, I, five, six, seven. You're right. It's twelve. There you yep. go. 12 for the Ravens. 
we're mostly in agreement these last little bits. So it's going to be tight this week. It's going to be tight. Um, Evan, what did you make of our first week of confidence is everything? Uh, I think I had a stroke. A <laughs> um, it takes really long to get through it. And uh, I hope people are still listening. That said, it's uh, only been an hour of the podcast. That's the thing is like our podcast, it really hasn't gone long tonight. I'm talking about the segment. Okay. Um, That said, I am really excited that football is back and, and Chase, I can't say it enough. I love being able to talk to you Monday night, talk football. Um, I'm very glad that our season is back. Uh, I think the Falcons have some really exciting things to kind of plan for the future for, and this is going to be a very fun season to kind of see what Matt Ryan has left and what your new toys are going to look like and Kyle Pitts. Uh, I think the, the 49ers have a legitimate Super Bowl run this year, and and in worst-case scenario, Trey Lance is coming. So I'm glad football's back. I'm glad to be here talking to, uh, to you about it. And uh, next week we'll have watched NFL regular season games next time we talk it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun evan we can find you on twitter at burner underscore swords find myself at chase double underscore thomas uh, if you like listening to evan and i guess what you're gonna get it every week during this nfl season here on this feed on monday nights be available on tuesday so look out for that in your podcast feed if you like listening to evan and i please do leave us a five-star rating and review let us know what you think of our NFL shows on this very feed. Um, go check out 49ershub.com if you have not already done so. Follow the crew there. Uh, ChaseOnMustPodcast.com SportsRenaissanceMan.substack.com That's it! Alright, Evan, I will talk to you next week, sir. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah.